0: This is the best crypto portfolio for 2024.
1: We're gonna give you the complete breakdown of every altcoin for 2024 to make you rich.
2: Welcome to the BeanPod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks. Use this as fuel for your investing journey, because when you're in the know, your money will grow.
1: This episode of The Beam Pod is sponsored by BitGet. BitGet is the most user-friendly and secure crypto trading platform for both beginners and experienced traders. BitGet is the best place to not only trade Bitcoin and Ethereum, but also all the small cap gems that we discuss every day. With 24/7 customer support, leveraged trading and a
0: wide array of other advanced features, BitGet sets itself apart from every other centralized
1: exchange. Through Beanstalk's official partnership with BitGet, you'll receive 15% off all trading fees when you sign up using the referral link in the description.
2: All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy. But only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.
0: Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, a.k.a. the Jolly Green
1: Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor.
0: Today, we're going to be revealing the absolute best crypto portfolio for 2024.
1: A complete breakdown of the altcoins we have done a ton of research on to bring to you today because we know how big 2024 is going to be. Yep. We have spot Bitcoin ETFs. We have Bitcoin halvings. We have interest rate cuts. You know, there's a lot of money on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. We have regulation clarity. So now is the time to be setting up your portfolio to ensure that it's perfect for 2024. Yeah. And look, if there's any one of our episodes that you have
0: watched to the end, if you should watch to the end, it's going to be this one. We have outlined altcoins from every hot narrative, from every hot sector that will take advantage of every tailwind from the entire crypto sector, taking into account everything that's going to happen in 2024 and broken it down into around 15 coins that we think will absolutely make your portfolio explode. So if you like this kind of content, make sure to like, comment, share this episode with a friend so you can spread the word about these gem projects. And yeah, watch this episode to the end.
1: So the first one I believe will give people the best access to actually investing in an AI project that will compete with open AI. You know, this is a, pro- this is a company that is currently valued at about $100 billion, which is insane. Open AI. Open AI yeah. is. How else can the public possibly invest in something that is potentially going to take it down? Mm-hmm. There's only one project that you can do that with. For sure. So it's a great way to kick off our perfect 2024 crypto
0: for- portfolio with one of our biggest holdings, one of our favorite projects, and that is BitTensor Tau. So the easy way to explain BitTensor is if Bitcoin was the solution to decentralized money, which solves all the traditional problems from centralized finance. Tensor Tau is the decentralized AI solution to all
1: the problems with centralized AI. It's perfect. It combines all the elements of blockchain technology with all the elements of AI technology. Think about how hot those two narratives are going to be in 2024. What this is, it's a protocol. It's a marketplace that allows it essentially transforms machine intelligence into a tradable commodity. You know, it rewards you for coming up with machine learning languages that can thus be shared with the rest of the community, furthering the development of the overall ecosystem, making BitTensor smarter and smarter and smarter as it goes. Right.
0: We've been on this one for a while. So we first started talking about BitTensor when it was at around, around 40 50 bucks At time of recording, it's around 300 350 Um, But what makes it so unique and why it's really starting to pop off now is that the subnets are launching on BitTensor. So, basically, what this is is like the apps on BitTensor. So, some of the subnets would be things like ChatGPT or voice generation or image generation or an Oracle or audio generation. All these things that in the centralized AI world are different apps. On BitTensor, they all occupy one of 32 subnets. And the great thing about BitTensor one, it's open source. So two, whenever one subnet has a AI machine learning breakthrough, all of the other subnets can learn from that machine learning breakthrough. And thus it becomes this massive snowball effect
1: of AI learning that when it really comes to fruition, may be unstoppable. And the best part is, are the miners are rewarded, the validators are rewarded, the investors are rewarded. Everybody kind of contributes in some fashion to this ecosystem. And when you're talking about learning and machine intelligence and getting better the best thing about these subnets is they're all competing so you want to be coming up with the best languages possible because if you're not you're kicked out yeah and we bring in better ones right? right so essentially what we can see happening is with these subnets is they is pretty much like every project you have to start becoming a subnet to start getting access to you know what bit is offering right and the miners i think are making like a million dollars a day right now crazy and right. when talk about the tokenomics, right? This thing is designed for longevity and to
0: pump. So just like Bitcoin has 21 million coins, Tau has 21 million coins. Just like Bitcoin is having cycles, Tau is having cycles, and they're actually faster than Bitcoin's having cycle. So when you talk about a project like BitTensor that had no VCs, no presale, no IDO, no exchange offering, it has no army of paid shillers pumping it, it's all organic, right? So every exchange that wants to list BitTensor Tau has to buy it, At open market prices. Every venture capital company that wants to put tau into their venture capital portfolio, it has to buy tau at open market prices. So the tokenomics are fair, fair launch. Everything's there in the open market. And when Tier One exchanges want to start listing Tau, guess what? They buy it at the price that we own it at. Yeah. This thing's gonna pump. Not financial advice, but
1: it's gonna pump. Nothing we (laughs) say is financial advice. Yeah, yeah, it's my opinion. But if you want to see the conviction that there is. For this project, when you have ninety percent of the tokens that are currently in circulation being staked, it says a lot.
0: For sure. All right, let's move on. We could talk about Tau all day, okay. and if you want, we did we actually did a Truth About Beirancer Tau episode, so go watch that. Yeah. But let's move on to a project that I'm almost just as passionate about. So number two is going to be Hello. Hello Labs is a project that Josh and I have been talking about for years now, all the way back from the Doge Dash days, now to their current form, which is the leader in
1: crypto and Web3 entertainment. We've now watched this do a, a 23x. I want this to be the first Beanstalk official 100x. I think it will. And that, that means it'll be up to a $700 million market gap. Achievable. Very achievable. Have they done anything small yet? They do everything big. Mm. And you have to when you're in entertainment, right? Paul Kazlin, founder, he's an ex-Grammy-nominated uh, director, mm-hmm. producer, yep. working with Justin Bieber and all these other big names. They have a partnership with CoinMarketCap, which is owned by Binance. They are co-producers alongside AllCoin Daily, some of the biggest influencers in the world. Yep. They also have BitGet, BitGet Global, our official partner uh, of the, of the BeanPod. And you can find all these low-cap gems through our official partner link. Yep. They use BitGet as a search partner. Mm-hmm. So now they have a massive exchange. Another massive exchange. What else do they have? Sony Music, Universal Music licenses. Yeah, it's... Like, come on. It's endless. And one of the reasons we're so bullish on Hello for this year
0: specifically is because this is the year that their flagship show, Killer Whales, which is the Shark Tank for Crypto project, finally launches. They've been working on this show for years now, and we've started to see some of the trailers and the snippets and the judges and the whales and the projects that are going to be on there, and this... You know, we, sometimes we talk about, we joke about Hello could be the thing that kickstarts the, the crypto bull market because Hello and Killer Whales, when that thing goes on mainstream television, streaming services, this could bring millions of eyes to crypto that would have never seen crypto. That's why they chose the name Hello for the project because they want it to be the initial beginning. The first thing that people see when they come into crypto is Hello, Hello Labs
1: is perfect. Going global, 55 countries, the... This killer whale show is solving two massive problems in crypto. One, it's giving complete transparency to the industry because team members have to come on and present their ideas. But it's also providing people with an opportunity to get into projects early, fairly, because it gives a token utility. So many of these projects out there don't have token utility. Mm-hmm. When you hold the hello token, you get to watch the episode before anybody else. Yep, <laughs> like for sure. And 100%. we all know how how important it is to be early in crypto. Absolutely. Right? 100%. So get the Hello Token. You got to hold it. Watch the show early. Get involved. And um, I I think it's just like it's ticking all the boxes. For sure. That's why it's definitely in there in the number two slot. Okay. Oh, I wanted to mention they just hired um, their new head of media. He's a top dog from fucking Coin coindesk and yep. fox yeah guys got some serious connections 100%. every as
0: you said every hire they make every move they make is, is legit and i think hello's in for a monster monster year yeah all right, so first, uh, our first project was AI. Our second project was crypto entertainment. And by the way, you know, we might have some small cap gems in some of these narratives later on in the episode. So that's why I said it's important to watch this to the end so that you see the large caps that we're talking about, the mid caps, and also some small cap gems, which could be sprinkled towards the end of the episode.
1: So number three, we're going with Rollbit, yeah?
0: Yeah, so we want to move into the gamble, the gamble finder, right. right? So gambling and crypto, I think it's just a, a match made in heaven. Mm. And we've been talking about Rollbit for a while now. It's by far the biggest
1: and best gambling pro- uh, project in crypto. Just look at DraftKings market cap. It's $18 billion. The revenue is like $3 billion. Mm. We look at Rollbit, their market cap is like $600 million. And they bring in a, th- a third of the revenue. So in theory, Rollbit, should their price should be
0: a lot higher. Yeah, if you're looking at how like traditional, traditional finance Web2 companies are valued then I think Rollbit right now is probably 5 to 10x undervalued. You look at the dashboard. They have a live dashboard. I love this part. They have a live dashboard on Rollbit where you can see how much revenue they're making every day. Yeah, day. They're pulling in, like, extrapolated over a billion dollars a year in revenue sometimes, and we're still not even in peak bull market yet. You know what I mean? Not only can you do sports betting on there, which they offer every single sport, you can also do very easy, user-friendly, leveraged crypto trading which obviously is very risky and complicated, but they make it super easy and approachable to learn how to do leverage trading on
1: Rollbit. Yeah, it's great. Uh, like I see a token that's been pumping for the past two weeks and it's just like way above, it's hitting resistance. I'm like, all right, now's the time I can just hit down, Yeah, make a few bucks off of, it's so much easier than trying to figure it out on, a, on an exchange, right? For sure.
0: And I think, yeah, like GambleFi is, it's one of those like, it's almost like a bear market proof industry Because people are always looking to gamble on sports. People are always looking to leverage trade crypto when it's going up, when it's going down. So Rollbit is probably earning more revenue than any project we've discussed in this entire portfolio, right? In terms of how much revenue they generate. So if you're worried about a project that doesn't have longevity, don't worry about that with Rollbit. They are raking in money.
1: Yeah. So we, we like this one because it fits multiple narratives, but it also goes hand in hand. Crypto, you know, there's degenerate all coin gamblers. Yep. They also want to gamble in sports and do some leverage trading. This is the platform to generate revenue. It's the place to go. For sure. So for our number four pick, let's kind
0: of keep along the mindset of projects that are earning a lot of revenue. Mm. So number four is going to be PAL AI. So PAL AI, another project we've been talking about for a while. When you talk about projects that are earning revenue, PAL, because it's the top Telegram bot in the crypto industry. Every single project which they partner with, which is almost a project every single day, they're earning revenue from. I think they've generated something like 3,000 ETH in revenue since they launched the protocol, officially launched it like
1: eight months ago. Millions and millions of dollars in revenue in like half a year. They're generating more money than tech companies generate after like three years of operation. These guys are doing the first six months. Yeah. You know? They are making so much money, clearly, because they're sponsoring some of the world's largest AI summits, where they're a keynote speaker in front of Meta, TikTok, yeah. Google. Think about what these companies can po- possibly do with Pal X. Yeah. You know, one, this, this revolutionary product that is about to be unveiled, where you can create these AI chatbots, customizable, you can, it's like text to, um, to prompt, was it text to prompt? And a lot, basically, you can say like take profits at when my altcoin hits, when Hello hits, uh, seven hundred million dollar market cap. Yeah, it's like a text prompt AI trading bot. Yeah. which is going to make tr- crypto trading so much
0: easier for everyone. And so not only has Pal already gotten a grant from Google Startups, not only have they already been working with the Nvidia Accelerator Program, so Google, and Nvidia, two of the biggest tech companies in the world. They just had an official partnership t- with, like, the Telegram Rosebot. Mm. So, if you join any Telegram group, there's, like, this Rosebot that w- wel- welcomes you to the chat. Maybe you have to do a verification. Well, Pal is eventually going to be integrating right into that,
1: which is going to give them exposure to another, like, 500 million users. Yeah. So, yeah. I think this is bigger than people actually realize. And when this fully comes to fruition, it's going to be absolutely massive for PAL. Yeah, 100%. So this, you know, in terms of narrative, PAL fits
0: into the Telegram bot narrative. It also fits into the AI bot narrative. And it also fits into the
1: a project earning a lot of revenue narrative. Yeah, so they also just, uh, they're integrating Chainlink as a data incubator as well. Oh, yeah, I like that. So, you know, they work with a lot of big companies, a lot of big projects, and they just show that they can deliver. For sure. So the next one we'll go on to is another AI play. And again, we have to stick with AI because... It's the future. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, so we're gonna talk about Orichain. Chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, sits around 120 million dollar market cap or so, part of the Cosmos ecosystem, which has been seeing a ton of liquidity lately. Yep. Um, this is a layer one AI project that is like your home base for all things Web three, and basically is taking AI and DeFi tools and making it really simple. For users to make a lot of money.
0: Yeah, so we've been talking about a ride chain for a long time now, and it's really starting to perform well. One of the great ways that we like to kind of put it across is a ride chain is an AI company that also is just, it's also in crypto, right? This is an AI company. First of all, as you mentioned, it's a native AI layer one, which there just aren't that many of out there. And for a native AI layer one in this day and age of AI to only have a, you know, around $100 million market cap, I think personally, obviously not financial advice, seriously undervalued. Then you have this whole AI proofs thing that they're building. So this is going into the whole line of helping projects become regulated in AI, making sure people know exactly what they're doing, that they're not training their models off of illicit data or wrong data, which will in turn create negative models and all that kind of stuff. And this is something that can be applied a lot to the Web2 world as AI regulation really heats up. We talked about this privately. I think AI regulation is going to go out of control once AI wreaks havoc on the 2024 US election. I think that's going to be an absolute just mayhem and people are going to be like, look, we need to regulate AI. A chain has that solution already built.
1: Yeah. And then you want to talk about a company that actually generates revenue again. And again, I think this is really important because when you're generating revenue, you're going to attract investors and people are going to want to be involved with the project. Take this in the revenue growth they've seen uh, recently. Imagine this in uh, multipliers of uh, Xs. So in June, it was a one. July, 1.1. September, 2.8. Grew to 5.7 times the revenue growth to 10.8 to 17 times. Right. So the revenue growth is accelerating exponentially right now. It's a hockey stick. It's a a complete hockey stick. Yeah, yeah. And they have all these innovative products that are coming out. They're Ori decks. They have... AI prediction market models so traders can get a competitive advantage. You know, they have AI right for a generative uh, AI models. Like yeah. They have so many cool functions that are coming out. They just released a, um, what's coming is a Bitcoin bridge right. as well. So now Bitcoin users can now access DeFi and AI models and all these things through Ori. Right. And one of the things that it was kind of like one of the things that people would say against Arai was the tokenomics.
0: And they completely fixed those earlier this year. So there was not a lot of circulating supply. So the, market, the circulating market cap was like 5 mil and the fully diluted was like 80 mil. So yeah. we were like, oh, we're just going to keep dumping on us. But they completely fixed that and they burned all the tokens. They put it towards team. They put it towards liquidity. So now the circulating market cap and the fully diluted market cap are very close. Yeah. So the oper- they're like, oh, you know, not like the team was ever going to dump on you in the first place, but it's just another tick box, right? And then again, the last thing I want to mention is that Arai is in the Cosmos ecosystem, which we think is going to be one of those ecosystems that absolutely pumps in the bull market because of what Injective is doing there and a whole kind of different things. So yeah, Arai deserves a spot on any AI portfolio and it's definitely deserving of a spot in our perfect top crypto portfolio for this year.
1: Absolutely, I like it. So what's the
0: next one? All right, so let's shift narratives a little bit here to one narrative that we have been talking about a lot lately because there's some new and interesting projects on the scene. But let's go to the project that we think is the undisputed leader of this narrative. The narrative is a real world assets
1: and the tokenization of them. And the project is alliance block. So think about what's been happening. These banks have now been fighting for their lives to try to stay alive because they see that, look, Web3, crypto is the future. And they haven't built the infrastructure yet. And they're going to fall so far behind Luckily, we have a project like Alliance Block and NXRA who has built the infrastructure that bridges the gap between traditional finance and decentralized finance.
0: Yeah, so I mean, let's paint the picture here. BlackRock, JP Morgan, all of these top companies, Fidelity, they've all come out publicly and said that the next generation for markets is tokenization. They've also come out publicly and said this is a trillion dollar, multi-trillion dollar opportunity tokenizing real world assets. And what that means for those that don't know is tokenizing things like houses, cars, fine art, watches, anything. You put it on the blockchain and it makes the trading of it. You're taking an illiquid asset. Very hard for me to sell this watch to someone in Slovenia, right? Yeah. But if it's tokenized in my wallet, Link, then I can <laughs> sell it to this guy immediately, right? Yeah.
1: So And, fra- all- and fractionalize it. Correct. That's so you don't right. have to sell the whole thing.
0: If I don't, if I can't afford to buy a $1 million Lamborghini, but I want to invest in a Lamborghini, not that really cars are a great investment, but in in theory, you know what I mean? Then you can buy a token, like a, a tokenized version of, of a fine art painting. Yeah. 1% of a million dollar painting from an an artist that you think is going to really explode. Right. Something like that.
1: And then it's one thing, you know, we interviewed the CEO and founder, Rashid. And he alluded to, it's one thing to be a company that tokenizes, but can you do it in a comp- compliant manner? Mm. And they're building the entire infrastructure so, so that it meets compliance. And uh, was it Mika that comes out late next year or something? Yep. I think every, all crypto regulations are going to fall under Mika. Right. And they're doing it within this framework. Yeah. Uh, they got some really cool uh, products that are coming out with like the NXRI ID, that on-chain order book yep. where you can earn passive income on your limit orders. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. So like, the, I think it's the uh, Nexera
0: DEX. Yeah.
1: It's interesting. Yeah, the uh, Nexera ID, I think that's
0: going to change the way because you know this whole tokenization of real-world assets, everyone's going to have to get KYC'd because we're talking about big dollars here. So the Nexera ID, which he, he previewed for us, looks like one of the easiest things to use for KYC. I think that's going to be mass adopted. So yeah, I think, look, there's a lot of uh, real-world asset projects that are, say, focusing on tokenizing houses or tokenizing art. But what Alliance block is doing so well, they're building the infrastructure. And I think what's the market cap? Around 100 mil? Something yeah, like about that. Yeah, 100 mil or so. But as the leader in the RWA sector, I think this is one of the go-to projects that you're going to see pump when this starts to get those billions and trillions come in. And uh, they also announced a partnership, which a very interesting project, which is this our next pick for our portfolio?
1: Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Brilliant. 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 Trade Union ticker DUA. This is the official wallet alliance block right so we talked about the infrastructure they're building you know i got the nxr id they got the the bridges so where, where and how can you store and trade everything are you gonna do it on metamask no no you're gonna do it via this wallet and this is the first and only rwa for tokenized real world assets available right now
0: yeah i think this was kind of one of the missing pieces in the rwa sector that no one really talked about it's, okay, if you're going to, say again, Go back to our analogy, if you're going to buy a tokenized version of a fine art painting from Slovakia, where do you store this token? You're not going to store it in MetaMask. It's not secure enough. You, maybe MetaMask doesn't even offer support for it. Seed phrases. Seed phrase, all that kind of shit. It's just not built for that kind of, if, you, if you're going to buy a tokenized yacht somewhere, you don't want to be storing that in MetaMask. It's not secure enough. It's not, whatever, it's not built for it. So we need a wallet that is built specifically for holding tokenized real-world assets, and that's what the Brilliant Wallet is. They're officially partnered with Alliance Block, so they're going to be integrated and have all the help from the Alliance Block ecosystem. And when you go into some of the things that makes Brilliant different than, say, a metamask they're integrated with the banking system. So yeah. if you're talking about fiat on and off-ramps, ability to transfer your assets into from Web2 to into tokenized versions, the fact that they're integrating with the banking system
1: is huge. As we alluded to with Alliance Block, banks have not created the infrastructure they don't have it so they need alliance block when we use some of our some of our apps the fact that you can just one click login as you would with any other app you've ever used then you can click click integrate with bank boom you have all your banking stuff right there Mm. you have all your crypto assets right there and then all your tokenized assets it's so simple it's so easy there's no seed phrases it's biometric sign-in It's simple. Yeah. Right? Super secure, super easy. It's seamless. This is where people are going to be using. For
0: sure. Yeah. And the roadmap for their going forward for their 2024, it's like you look, all right, They're going to be launching their iOS and Android app in 2024. They're going to be integrating with the banking system in 2024. What else are they going to be doing? Launching a brilliant credit card. The DUA token is used for gas, like very low gas transactions, and also is a cashback mechanism because you can do cross-border payments with the Brilliant Wallet. So you can actually start paying for your bills, for all your goods and services through your Brilliant Wallet, earning the DUA token. And so like normal international money remittance services charge like 6%. Yeah they're going to be charging 1% or less. So this is not only going to be the go-to wallet for tokenized real world assets, but because it's integrating with the banking system, it's going to be solving another problem like XRP has been failingly trying to solve, (laughs) which is cross-border remittance and payments. So look, we're talking about a company that has, what is it, like a $10 million market cap right now? Yeah. This is a hot pick, one of our top small cap gems for 2024. And yeah, it has to be part of my
1: personal portfolio for this year. It's the next XRP, baby, <laughs> but better. <laughs> but better, yeah, yeah, for sure. But better. All right, let's dive into another AI play. I think, you know, as we've alluded to in over and over and over again, the harder something is to obtain, the harder it is for something for you to do, the better it is. And that applies to all walks of life, man. Even like going to the gym. It's hard to get off the couch and go to the gym. It's good for you, go do it. Mm-hmm. This token is very difficult to ex- obtain because you don't just sign into your MetaMask, go on the Uniswap and buy it actually have to go to some weird websites you gotta you know go on some weird exchange have a random wallet but we know that that's good yeah and this is an ai play we talked about it's cubic yeah uh, around a 300 million dollar market cap so Cubic's an interesting, it's a very
0: new, mysterious project, as Josh just said. People are just starting to talk about it, and we decided to include it in our portfolio, our perfect portfolio for 2024, for a few reasons. One, it fits the AI narrative, which I think is just going to take over everything in the world, not even just crypto. But two, it's nice to have these early stage projects that are mysterious with very, very innovative technology and rabid communities. So I liken this to an even earlier stage, Bitensor Tau. Now we got onto Tau early. We were lucky. It was at you know fifty. Now it's at three fifty. Now we're getting onto Cubic at I say at $250 hundred fifty million dollar market cap. I could easily see this thing in the multiple billions and maybe even more because the technology is so innovative. So what makes Cubic different is it's a useful proof of proof of work blockchain. So instead of for Bitcoin or any other proof of work, yeah, they they're just solving random math equations to mine the blocks. With Cubic, they're actually helping forward the, pro- the progress of AI. They're actually doing like machine learning, you know, algorithms and all that. And that is what they're using to mine the cubic block. So they're not wasting the energy. They're putting it towards the development of AI.
1: Yeah. Useful proof of work. And we know with how, how much, how energy intensive training these, mo- these AI models actually are. So when you have a, a network that is training these models and using the energy, it's great. Mm. It's also feeless. Subsecond finality, the burn mechanism is hyper deflationary. So anytime there's a new, uh, let's say a developer comes up with a new smart contract and wants to bring it out into the cubic network, it's considered an IPO. And with these IPOs, it allows for fair, transparent distribution of this asset. So it makes it really fair for anybody who wants to get on board early. But when this IPO occurs you have the burning of the actual token, depending on how much demand there is. Mm. As more projects come into the ecosystem, as there's more IPOs, the more the cubic token gets burned. The other great thing about this is we've talked to this, uh, when we did our standalone episode on cubic is that before the project or the smart contract comes, comes online, it's audited by the 676 different computers that exist. So you're getting safe and secure smart contracts before it even hits the network. Yeah, it's interesting. And so
0: we have an interesting AI project with revolutionary technology that really no one has seen. We have a rabid community and I want to speak, just hammer this point home with this hyper deflationary tokenomics. So the way that it's designed, and I think it's designed to pump. So the way that it's designed (laughs) is that the market cap of cubic could actually be being decreased, going down, but because so many tokens are burnt with new projects launching, smart contracts interacting with each other, the price can actually go up. So the price of your tokens and value of your tokens could go up while the market cap goes down. So I think when Cubic really starts to see mass adoption, like right now it's early. You can only get it on two very, you know, quote, quote unquote, questionable exchanges, or you can buy it OTC via their Discord. Setting up the wallet requires a bit of crypto knowledge, all that kind of stuff. But when we do start to see tier one, two, and three exchanges start to list Cubic. With the hyper deflationary tokenomics, that's why we want it in our perfect portfolio because this thing could really turn some heads.
1: Absolutely. Yep. On to the next one that starts with a Q. All right. So and now we're going to shift away from the AI narrative. We're
0: going to go towards a layer one, but a very unique layer one that is designed to protect the world from quantum computing attacks. And we've seen recently IBM is already developed a computer that can do quantum attacks. Yeah. This can take out 99% of all blockchains. That's why we want the project that is building the technology
1: to shield us, which is Quan platform, Quanex. And talk about burns. These guys just burned like nearly half of their total supply. Right. Which is crazy because right now only the private um, blockchain is available. And it's gone it's gone so the private blockchain is available. They have the public testnet coming out. Then they have the public mainnet coming out. So that burn may not have a huge effect now, but once both the private and public, because this is a hybrid blockchain, are available, that's when you're really going to start to see this take effect. You're talking about a, a project that is quantum resistant, EVM compatible. What that means is every EVM blockchain out there can just come and join quant. Right. Like they're all going to be saved from these quantum attacks, right? Yeah, 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 that I are see. inevitably going to happen. It's interesting. And they've got some really
0: deep and interesting connections to the Qatari royal family and the Saudi oil money, right? Yeah, they have the, the family's worth like 300 billion. Big time, big time money. So first of all, they, they just got a partnership with an investment company who is fully connected to some of this big, big money. We're talking about companies that have yeah valuations in the hundreds of billions, some of them in the trillions, Big, big money. We know that area of the world wants to get into crypto. Quan platform is making serious inroads and we always like to say, look, follow the money. If big money investors are coming in and partnering with these projects, take notice. And with Quan platform, one tick, they have innovative technology. Two, they're saving the world from a massive problem that's not quite here yet. It's coming, so we're early. And three, they have big, big money partnerships. The mainnet hasn't even launched yet. And what's the market cap? Around 100 mil, yeah. Yeah. A lot of these projects are, that's kind of our sweet spot, eh? like, you know, mm. 50, well, the, 100, They, they used to be like,
1: they used to be like 30 or 40, but they've all bloomed yeah. a little bit lately. They're all gem picks. Uh, yeah. Here's another thing though, is uh, you can code in any language. Right. And uh, developer royalty. So you can, c- basically if that code gets reused, you know, the developer actually earns money on their coding. Mm. So you can work for, or develop on Solana, when you can only use like one coding language and not mm. earn anything on it. Or you can be a coder of, any specialty come on a quantum platform. So it really attract a lot of developers as well. For sure. I
0: like that one. So let's, you know, we've got a lot of projects here. Basically, every project here has either been around for a few years. Some of them have just launched. But it's important in the the coming year and the coming bull run to have at least one project that is in pre-sale stage,
1: hasn't even launched yet. So I think this comes to our next pick. This might be the first altcoin that ever hits the stock market. Which is exciting. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I'm hearing the word Binance. You're hearing OKX. I'm hearing major, tier ones from the get-go. For sure. This one is um, created by the pioneer of the internet. This guy actually helped get people. I was watching one of his interviews, uh, Brian Schuster. and he, he said that he helped bring on hundreds of millions of people to the internet back in like the I think late 80s or early 90s. He's the internet pioneer. He's a pioneer, man, of the internet. For sure, he's building the new internet right now. The new internet. So the name of this one
0: is Otherverse. If you've been following us for a while, you know about the Otherverse. In our opinion, it's the one metaverse that will take over the entire metaverse sector. It's built for real-world adoption with real-world graphics. Um, it's been in development for over 17 years. They already have been. They've been pioneering this metaverse in the Web 2 world uh, with like weddings and events and stuff like that. And one of the things I love about the Otherverse is the patents. Right. So anyone can build a website and say, "Look, we're gonna we're building the metaverse to host concerts. We're building what metaverse do this." Brian and his team have literally developed the proprietary technology to do everything that the metaverse needs to do, like motion sickness and having multiple people in events and interaction. They have the patents for all of this. So when metaverse comes back, and
1: believe me, it will, the other verse could take it over. Nobody's been able to do it yet. These guys have done what, like. In their Web 2 version, they've done like 30, $15 billion worth of transactions already. Right. Crazy. This is a place where, you know, traditional Web 2 pages are eventually going to become three-dimensional. You can access it from any platform. And this is where all the, all the e-commerce is going to happen. This is going to be the new web. This is where everybody's going to be hanging out. And he's got the patents to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've actually got a chance to experience it. Not anybody can build this. You can't just think about the technology and the effort that goes into it. Like, how do you jam 100 people into a room? Yeah. Right? How do you not get motion sickness? It's he figured it all out. He's got yeah. the patents. You got the people he got to start paying the guy to fucking start accessing it.
0: And yeah, so it, it's interoperable. And any company that's going to want to build their own metaverse will be able to do it in the otherverse using the otherverse technology, which, as we said, is unparalleled. So when you start to see these other crypto projects or other web two companies or social media companies or whatever, anyone that wants to build a metaverse will eventually have to do it through Otherverse because Otherverse has the proprietary tech to all the things that everyone wants to do. So this project, Otherverse, is currently still in pre-sale, pre-launch stages. It's going to be launching sometime in 2024. And like we said, they've, they've been working with some incubators that have connections to Binance, OKX. They do also plan to go public with an IPO on the stock market. This is a big, big deal, the Otherverse. So I think it's important for us to keep this in our portfolio, because I think this actually could outperform everything. Yeah, in, Q, t- in I, think,
1: I think it's Q2 2024, according yeah. to the roadmap. So we'll, yeah. be, we'll be keeping everybody updated on that one. Hell yeah, we will. That one looks good. All right, let's move along to
0: kind of the Web3 narrative in the terms of like new projects and stuff. So this is one that recently launched. Um, it's been performing quite well. And when we explained it, it's pretty easy to see why it's performing quite well. And that's Bonsai Seed.
1: Yeah, so you can think of this as like the WordPress for Web3. This is important because as more and more people come into web three, they're not going to know where to start. This is a no code solution like WordPress. So I don't have any coding skills. I don't know what to do. I want to build a website. What do I do? i got a WordPress and slide a few things around. Boom. I got a website, With this, you can now launch tokens. You can set vesting schedules, staking, all these other things in a no code man- manner using bonsai and It's really important because in Web 2, WordPress has generated over 800 million websites. Mm. They're generating billions of dollars. The no-code industry in 2019 was a billion. It's now worth 13 billion. Huge. Like, look at that fucking increase, man. Yeah. So the great thing about no-code and why it's really taken off is
0: if you have an idea for a new project, it can be very cumbersome, expensive, and time-consuming to develop and launch it. So you, what you end up having is people that have good ideas that just don't launch them. So we have new ideas that never come to fruition. Mm. Unfortunate. But with no code, now if you want to launch a crypto project, you can go to Bonsai, boom, build your MVP like that. They Take all the boring stuff like tokenomics, vesting, market makers, all that kind of stuff. They make it very easy for you to figure that stuff out and launch a project so you can see if there's market demand for it and if you want to take it further. And what's what's great about the whole business model about Bonsai is and it kind of reminds me of what PAL has done. Mm. They're, because they're going to be integrating one by one with all the top blockchains, BNB, Solana, Cardano, Polkadot, or whatever. Uh, Optimism. Yeah. Polygon. 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 That's the one I yeah. want to mention. So what it's going to do is bring all the projects from those blockchains to Bonsai, and also bring all of the eyes from all those ecosystems to Bonsai in like a snowball effect. So you look at PAL and their massive ecosystem of partners. Yeah. I think what we're going to see in a year or two is Bonsai have this gigantic ecosystem of partners, which is just snowballing into
1: exposure for their their project. And they just launched. They've already integrated with Binance Smart Chain. Now Binance Smart Chain is offering marketing support. So they're the amount of eyes are going to start getting on Bonsai now. They have uh, up next, two leading layer twos, Optimism and Polygonmatic. So now you're going to be able to no code on these different chains and it goes both ways. It benefits the ecosystems of Polygon and Optimism because now you have this no code platform where anybody can start coding. It's like you kind of want that to happen for sure. And they're offering marketing support. So now you have a ton of users, a ton of marketing. It goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking to Bonsai. The holders will receive revenue share because of all the different projects that are being brought on there, I think it's like they get 60% of uh, revenue share. Yeah, like that. Like Pal. Very, very cool project. We're still talking about a small cap gem here, right?
0: Yeah. Market cap around 30 million. 25 mil, 30 million. Yeah, yeah. so this is this has a massive, massive way to go. All right, let's shift gears here. Let's talk about uh, one of the narratives that we think is going to be massive in 2024. It's gonna hit worldwide mainstream adoption because it's one of the most popular things that people do in the real world, and that's video games.
1: Yeah, so basically, we haven't been massive on this sector because most of the games last year, in 2022, fuck, this seems like ages ago, <laughs> um, they stunk. They're just like 2D pixel fucking garbage games yep. that nobody wanted to play. It's cash grabs. So we pretty much found two games that actually have really good graphics, seem a bit unique from the rest of the competition out there, and are games that people actually want to play. Because if they're games that people want to play leads to adoption. If there's adoption, it means token go up. (laughs) That's right. For sure, yeah. So for us,
0: the characteristics of the games that we want to hold for 2024, as Josh mentioned, we want to see triple A graphics. If the graphics aren't as good or better than the games that people are already playing, people simply won't play them. Yeah. We want to see gameplay that is actually fun, a sustainable game that brings people in, hooks them in, and makes them want to keep playing. Then we want to see some some unique things. And every each project has their own unique. So let's start with Compete. So Compete's a project that we've been talking about for a while. One thing I like about Compete is that it's an ecosystem of games, right? right? So you're on this island in the game and there's a racing game. And then there's like a Fortnite-style shooting game. And there's going to be, I don't know, like a a basketball, a sports game, right? So that alone, the fact that it's a multiple, it's an ecosystem of games that all have really good-looking graphics and gameplay,
1: I like that. It's like uh, Grand Theft Auto or something, you know, move around the the world go play a game over here, go play a game over here, Um, but also earn money for it. It's free to play, cross-platform. They have targeted release. Very ambitious, but apparently they're going to try to hit Xbox and PlayStation 5 next year. Very possible considering that they've already hit Epic Game Store, Mm -hmm. um, which has over 750 million users on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's definitely one to watch. And I really like that their founder is a Former professional gamer, yep. with a marketing background. Yeah, for sure. So if you're looking for
0: like some a stalwart to lead a project forward, a pro gamer who knows the esports world, who knows the gaming world inside and out, you combine that with a low market cap. We're talking about a company that's still around like 40 million market cap or yeah, something. Still yeah. a small, still a uh, small cap gem. Great graphics, gameplay, multiple games compete has to be in there. All right, so we have two stone cold certified small cap gems left, and I know everyone wants a small cap gem, so. Keep keep your attention. Keep your eyes peeled. Listen to the end of this one because these could be the big, big small cap gem winners.
1: Should we go with the one that everybody's already familiar with? The L2 first? No, let's say that one to the right, rest. All right, okay. Let's start with FX1 Sports. Okay. So the tiffer, ticker is
0: FXI. Now this combines two of the, our favorite narratives and that's AI and gambling.
1: Yeah, I mean, look. These guys are going to upend an entire gambling industry that is worth, hundreds of billions of dollars, and it's going to give people who bet a competitive advantage over the current odds that you currently receive. Because think about an in-game bet. Now you can see using this AI technology, is a fighter getting tired? Is he landing his punches? You can't tell these things when you're watching the sport, but using this technology and their app, you're going to be able to figure it out the catalyst they have a shit ton of catalyst coming up this year don't they yeah so yeah first of all i just want to touch on that again
0: before we go into the roadmap and the catalyst the ai technology they have built this proprietary tech so for example in mma right now it's live analyzing a fight and it's seeing like how tired fighters are getting yeah how much power or speed the, the punch did the punch land and then with those stats you can start to predict who's going to win the fight now, they're going to use this technology and extrapolate it to the major sports. We're talking basketball, soccer, boxing. These are worldwide sports. Not that MMA isn't, but like this is a different level. Yeah. So I think when you start to see, now we can move into the roadmap, them using this technology for eventually all the major sports,
1: FXI could become a household name. Well, that's the thing. That's the catalyst of next year is the fact that they will all of a sudden have it within the NBA. And you'll be able to see... You know, LeBron, it's like, is he jumping as high? Yeah. What is it? What's the arc of his shot? What's it looking like? Is he getting fatigued? You're like, well, I'm going to take him on the under now for three points made because yep. he's losing his juice for you sure can tell in real time. Then there's like the other stuff, like peer to peer betting that they're offering, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Taking out the middleman, uh, offering staking. Yep. Another catalyst is the fact that they're going to be sh- appearing on Killer Whales. Yeah, we love that. So, which is our number two pick, I think. That's in this. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, they're going to get massive exposure in 55 countries. So, do you want to be early to a project before it hits the masses or do you want to be late? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like- yeah,
0: I mean, look, the combination of them rolling their AI, AI tech out to all the sports, plus the fact that they're going to be obtaining USA and international gambling licenses yeah. to eventually launch their peer-to-peer live sports betting platform, so we talked about Rollbit earlier in the episode, right? As like the leader in Gamblefy. But I think FXI could be potential competitor to take the crown from Rollbit Because look, if they're going to have this proprietary AI tech plus a live peer-to-peer uh, betting platform available across the world, we're talking about a company that as time of recording has like a $12 million market cap. Yeah. That's, That's insane, pretty crazy. Yeah, I know. Man. People like, are sleeping. People are sleeping on this. This is one of our Top five small cap gems for 2024. It's part of our perfect portfolio. And yeah, I think the sky is absolute limit for
1: FXI. FX it's like their advisor, who is the former or currency OO of Betfred Sports, who brought hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. to Betfred and got them gambling licenses in like 10 different states. I wonder if that guy knows anybody to get the betting licenses. Yeah. Or FX1. Yeah, well, uh, I I yeah honestly,
0: FX1 Sports kind of reminds me a lot about Hello in the fact that they do, they're doing everything right. Yeah. It's a legit company. You can see who the founders are. The founders are super active in the community. Mm. They're doing everything right. They're taking, it might take them a little bit longer, but man, I think this has huge potential. So yeah, FX1 Sports. And that moves us to our final, final pick for the 2024 Best Crypto Portfolio. It's a name that if you're following us, you probably know, but it has to be in there because the potential is still big.
1: So Layer 2, they're competing with Polygon, Matic, Optimism, uh, Arbitrum. I think they actually offer cheaper fees. Their, their fees are definitely cheaper than Arbitrum because I saw Arbitrum's fees um, today in a tweet. They're 100 bucks. No way. Yeah. Fucking fees are through the roof, bro. Um, these guys, their fees are, I don't yeah, know, a penny? A fraction of a, a cent. Something yeah. like that? Yeah. Uh, Their speeds, Euclid is fast, if not faster than Polygon. Um this is a self-funded project. It's a yep. layer two that is growing. They have some major integrations with some of the biggest platforms out there. Mm-hmm. And I think if they can continue this momentum, they got a really big 2024. For sure. So we're talking about BitRock. The ticker is Brock. As you know, we found this at
0: a sub $1 million market cap. It quickly flew to $30 million market cap. Right now it's sitting around $10 million market cap. And as you said, this is a, a fair launched self-funded project. But let's take a look at what they've built over the past few months and what they're going to be launching in 2024. So they just brought a stable coin to their ecosystem. They're building a BitRock wallet. In 2024, they're going to be launching their multi-chain cross-chain DEX, which could be a massive game changer, allowing you to buy and swap change, uh, swap coins from across different chains for less gas than you're currently paying on things like Ethan Arbitrum, all using BitRock as the token and the mainnet.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I view this as like, because it's fair launch, no, no, uh, VCs, all these things, hundred percent of tokens in circulation. I see a new wave of retail investors coming in and they're going to be looking like, all right, what are the top third two? So there's like five of them. So there's not a lot of competition, which I like. And they're going to look at Polygonmatic or sorry, Arbitrum that still has like 90% of tokens to be dumped on you mm-hmm. at a, a like $11 billion mark cap. Which right. one are you going to choose? Small the gap. one that's not going to dump on you anymore with yeah. a ton of potential. The one's gonna can keep dumping on you. For sure.
0: I mean, everyone loves a small cap gem. Yeah. And I think the Ethereum L2 narrative will come back massively once gas fees, you know, starts to creep into the $200, which believe me, in the bull market, they will, for sure. What a joke. The L2 narrative will come back. And yeah, look, we're, we're continuing to hold our BitRock. The staking now is lower than it was before, but that happens when a, a project starts to mature. But I think 2024 is still going to be a big year for BitRock, so it's going to round out our perfect portfolio for crypto for 2024.
1: Yeah, full disclosure, we hold a lot of these projects, if not all. Yep. Um, But that's because, look, we've been on these altcoins for months now, and we know there's a new wave of money coming in. So it's like we want to get this out to you guys to ensure that everybody who watches this episode knows about them. For sure obviously keep tuning in because we are going to continue to identify other small cap gems. There's always another project around the corner that, you know, could end up ultimately ending up in this portfolio.
0: Yeah. And I mean, look, if you have a favorite altcoin that you think should be in our best 2024 crypto portfolio, let us know in the comments. We're always happy to do updates, change it up throughout the year. But look, if you have any questions about the projects we covered, also let us know in the comments because, you know, we're always looking for that.
1: And then tune to the next episode because that one
0: is going to be a banger.